check the vending machine's weekly pop culture action on the internet two best friends get together to talk about movies and stuff like that i am jason that is zach question Yo. for you real quick before we even start hit me with it talking yeah have you seen the stills or the trailer for the new kaiju number eight I didn't watch the whole trailer, but I watched a lot of the, or I've seen the stills, because uh, for some reason Facebook algorithm like puts me on, puts like random like anime news and whatever pages. So like I'm not following them, but the algorithm just decides, just like they decided like a month or two ago, they're like, oh, you're just gonna get a bunch of fucking wrestling pages, and I was like, okay, okay, I haven't even watched wrestling, but okay, I'll read wrestling. It's because I keep reading them, and that's the problem. That's, that's, that's it. Sees that I open the show more, and it's like, oh, so you'll read these? All right, we'll push more. But yeah, so I saw the stills, and I have to say, I think the show looks good, except for the character designs. I don't know what it is about the character designs, but they look like slightly off yeah i agree like everything else about the show looks fantastic like the kaijus look great the overall like scenery looks cool but there's just something about the way that like kafka and the chick and like his best they just look slightly off i don't know why but they don't look the yeah. same i would i my bigger biggest complaint I, I definitely agree with that i saw some stills on reddit on the kaiju number eight reddit yeah. Um. And I thought the same thing that they look kind of dumbed down. Yeah. Um. And then the but some of the kaiju designs people were putting screenshots of from the trailer to like mm-hmm. to match the first ep- first chapter of the manga. Yeah. And how even some of those designs were like were like dumbed down, I guess, for animation purposes or something. But mm, maybe like there's the big monster at the beginning, the first mo- with the with the yeah big the human very face. first one, yeah. And it looks so different, and mm. I hope that's not the case. Even though, um there's like a war going on in terms of like the subreddit about if mm. this arc is good or not. And because it's, to me, it's completely trash. Oh, the current arc. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The latest two chapters have been, I don't know. They've been fine, but they're all, they're focused on the sword guy. And I don't really care about the sword guy that much. No, I neither do. It's an all about like, him and like his backstory and he basically got fucking murdered in like the last chapter um he he definitely lost so yeah. i don't know well he's gonna come back though with the Nather, yeah they either brought, i mean they happened in the same goddamn chapter like he lost and then his power armor suit because it's like yeah. his power armor shoot is the kaiju that he fought so they've got their like buddy cop thing going yeah, on now it's gonna be like karama and naruto basically and but he's not even the main character which is what's yeah. fucking weird that like yeah. you should be having that with kafka and his fucking kaiju because he actually has a living thing inside him that turned him into a kaiju but he has no yeah. back and forth with that but these random people in these fucking iron man suits have like inner I, I honestly, with their i don't mind kaiju. that as much because i think that it's kind of cooler to have like the human's are having to mind meld with another yeah. existing brain. So I'm cool with that idea. Cause yeah. I think it, they haven't really done this. They've hinted at this with Kafka, but yeah. like him being named Kafka and turning into a monster. I think that's a, that's a fine concept. Like, yeah, there's no, like there's no um, alternative to him. Like, Oh, I'm talking to another monster. No, I am now the monster. 
Right. Like I have now shifted. Now my 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 body is changing. I am the, the yeah. animal. So I'm cool with that concept. But he's the main character, and we haven't got any of that yet. Minus yeah, a and even in this arc, he's basically been sidelined because everybody he they had some line with the last girl's like mini arc when she was fighting her kaiju that basically he like promised going into this fight that he like wasn't going to save anybody and i'm like then what the fuck is the point of this goddamn manga yeah. dude like it's, he's supposed it's... to be like the ultimate like he's the goddamn naruto of the series so like and i get it like naruto doesn't come to save the day and like for everybody in fucking naruto but he does when it's the fucking shinobi war which is like basically what he's fucking setting this up to be yeah, but I think like the, he's like fucking giant massive kai, kaiju fights. Like everybody's basically fighting their fucking Mewtwo arch nemesis copy. Yeah. Well, it's just because the, he's the mangaka has done such a, such a job about you know giving these characters enough life. Yeah, I mean the problem is I think it's just, and I think we talked about it before. And I didn't agree with you quite as much then, but I'm definitely agree with you more now, which is just like, he's like speeding through this shit so fast. It's weird because he's speeding through it, but he's also only doing like a chapter and a half or a chapter like every other week. So it doesn't feel like he's speeding through it. I feel like I'm the fucking stuff to come out, but he is like speeding through everything. Yeah. I feel like I've been like the Nicodamus of this, of this manga because I'm seeing on the subreddit people just now being like there's not enough pages there's not enough chapters it's going too fast like i'm like dude i've been saying this for six months to a year yeah because it's the writing was on the wall before this arc even started that how terrible the pacing is um and like you know a concept that's so simple and cool and you really just blaze or blazing through it and the the downside is that where do you go from here is yeah, I don't even know is... where he goes with his story from here because obviously they're gonna face down all their alter egos. Yeah, and then they're just gonna go after number ten and like. Well, like does does number nine just become like the is this toward nine's next and that's the end of the manga or is it that there's they defeat nine? It feels like nine's next and that's the end of the manga. Like I don't know unless they have some revelation about like why Kafka became a kaiju and he has to like do some shit right. Or is like that, the, but like that's the as far as like what he set up, I don't know where else you could really go. After or do you nine. fight nine and nine is like a general of a bunch of other powers? And then nine overtook the general of the anti kaiju corp, so it's like he's the ultimate ultimate. Right. But I was like, do they point. defeat nine and then yeah. like well actually behind him is a whole other army of kaiju? If that actually, happens, I'll actually just stop reading it because that's like, fucking annoying. Smart thinking kaiju that are planning it like this is their first attack. To like yeah. make their way into the like, there has to be some good concepts because I'll tell you what's happening. No, dude, if that happens, I'm over it. Because first of all, you, if it's like kaiju pulling the strings of these like half kaiju, that makes no sense because you've yeah. shown this whole thing that like kaiju are like mindless monsters until well, nine what, came what around and know. started making these new kaiju. Well, it's gonna be like Attack on Titan. Like nine, like nine is the one who's given these new kaiju like personality and like intelligence and stuff like that it's gonna be that attack on titan stuff where they're gonna be like oh by the way heads up actually in the kaiju world there's a whole government of smart kaiju yeah but like at least attack on titan like did it smarter and waited a longer time before they like pulled the rug out and i was like actually there's a there's a wider world yeah but there that was like i don't know how you could be like oh there's a wide like it's takes place in like 
it's not like a fantasy world. Like it takes place in Tokyo. So then yeah. I don't know how you could be like, Oh, there's a, there's like a, unless they do like some Pacific Rim shit. Yeah, like actually do, there's a fucking portal yeah, at the bottom. They're going to the do Pac Rim or they're going to do Godzilla versus Kong. They're going to do yeah, a whole maybe. separate. There's a fucking hollow earth separate, that shows yeah. up. That's, they're going to do a whole separate thing. That's where they show up. When they sh- where do they show up from? There's these massive well, they all show up show from up. the ocean for the most part. Yeah. Right. They're, they're back, or underground, back one of the two. So it's going to be both. It's going to be a Pac Rim yeah. portal and the Hollow Earth. These things are huge. They're, they they had to grow up. Well, they kind somewhere. of already hinted at the Hollow Earth a little bit, I guess, because fucking the flashbacks with Nine, he's in some sort of like underground yeah. base or yeah. whatever. So. I don't know what's dumber, like the way this manga is going or the way that I just saw a, um, people reacting on TikTok to one piece uh oh, gear five gear five and now i haven't read this yet because i don't I haven't read one piece in a long time i love gear five honestly i was i so i saw people reacting to it i guess it just got animated recently it's getting animated today like the end of last episode was like basically the tease to like right hey, okay gear five so I, the- I googled it and i saw people on the one piece reddit talking about it being like did this ruin the show and they kind of were kind of explaining what what the, what they thought it was, and if it is what I what I read it was, I'm not reading this manga ever again. What is what do you think? What do they think that you think that it is? People were saying in the subreddit, like from like two months ago, I saw a post about it, being like, "Hey, it's been a year now. Mm-hmm. How, now the dust has settled. How do you feel about it?" And from what I gather, is that it is a Luffy th- thought the fruit was one thing. It's not that fruit. It's actually a different type of fruit from based on a sun god from however many years ago that can do whatever the fuck he wants based on his imagination. And rubber is one aspect of it. But what you're telling me is that if Luffy knew it was this imagination fruit from day one, he could have been a god killer on day one of his adventure. And he can do whatever he wants, like turning Super Saiyan, using the Super Saiyan sound effects and turn people into rubber and turn it and do all this stuff and become a giant kaiju man. It is worse than Naruto. It is worse than Naruto by having him be like, not only is he not just an upstart anymore, but really now his power, he can do whatever he wants. It's not that he can do whatever he wants. I, they kind of sell it like that in the manga, but for me, it, it's more like he just becomes like a Looney Tune, basically. That's do whatever you want. Yeah. That's do, so, that's literally do whatever also, you want. It's also still under the limitations of Gear 5, which is that, like, he can't be, like, in Gears forever. Like, there is, like, a time limit, so it's not like he can do it. And he still has the the problem of, like, dealing with, like, his depletion of hockey once he goes through his gear. Yeah. So, like, there's still, like, uh, limitations to it. It's not like do whatever you want. I will Some say the, that is basically what happens. It's like, well, technically it is the rubber fruit, but it like when it awakens in its awakening form, because fruits can. Well, awaken. I was really oh, well, it's like, they actually changed the like, name of it because it wasn't like. The I don't think they changed the name of it. I think it's still the gum gum fruit. No, the government changed the name of it to hide away, hide it away. Apparently, it was actually called oh, this other like name. the name of the original fruit. Yeah. yeah. To make it so people thought it was the rubber fruit, so they would actually like nerf themselves by thinking it was just rubber instead of being the imagination fruit. Yeah. Yo, like that. that's fucking terrible. That is complete trash garbage. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense writing wise because, like, why would Luffy's imagination only be that he can turn into rubber? And people are like, you know, and that explains why he could do a fire punch and why. I'm like, listen, 
I'm thinking to myself, you know what? He does the fire. First of all, that's fucking stupid because he does the fire punch because of the friction through the air. That's dumb. Hey, what, whatever. I've never read it, right? But I'm thinking this. It's a Red Hawk. you read I'm that. I'm thinking this. Okay. So I've wasted 25 years or however fucking many it. years, 20 years of my goddamn life reading this really well-crafted journey. And at the tail end of the journey, if the next five to seven years of this manga before it finally ends, it quite literally is, how do I write my main character to become the next level? Here's how I do it. He can do his imagination. I I read a panel where this fucking character, Zach, you read this more than I'm not up to date. This motherfucker grabbed a roof and made the roof rubber shut the fuck up shut the fuck up that's that's fucking bugs bunny shit and then he jumps and then he and then i saw a picture of like here's here's what the here's the original god fruit that he's based on and it and then there's a picture of the fucking insane clown posse logo okay uh, that that's not true that can't be true look look at the fucking picture of him jumping in front of the moon well it's yeah the joy boy thing that is goddamn the insane clown posse logo, bro. That's what I don't know. Is. I mean, you say wasted, but I mean, technically, since Skypea, he's talked about Joy Boy and like that, the whole aspect of like Joy Boy and like the the God of Liberation and stuff like that. So it's not like he just like pulled it out of his ass. This is quite literally. It has been set up. That is quite literally the logo to the insane clown posse. Okay. That's the hatchet man. Boom. Right? Look at yeah. it. Memorize. ICP. Pull it up. Hatchet guy. All right. I'm pulling it up. Also, the fact that their thing is a hatchet guy is really it's still weird to me. I'm trying to find a good logo for it because there's, there's a whole bunch of pictures of them. Yeah. You tell me Oda's a secret fucking juggalo? He might be. He might like Fago. I respect it, but at the same time, terrible. Terrible. I don't know. I've been enjoying it. I was um, a funny I'm liking also to beat Shanks. Shanks has pure hockey training. He spent his whole life. He gave training and fighting and he gave up his arm. How does Luki become the king of the pirates? His powers just let him do it. Okay. He still has to use him powers in an inventive Garp, way. Garp in his still, training. I mean, I, I know you're, I know what you're talking about, but it still is like, if you think of all the power-ups that Luffy's gotten in so far, this is just an extension of that. Like, he's using his powers in an extended way to, like, build upon what, it, like, Gear 2 is him, like, using the power of rubber to, like, supercharge his muscles. Like, Yeah, three, but now he's, he's a, like, now he's affecting other people's abilities by his own ability. Uh, now he's able to change Kaido to become rubber. He's affecting really the... changes him to become rubber. He just like, cause it's not like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like he doesn't touch the, he touched wood and then made it become rubber. I have to reread the fight with Kaido again. It's been a year since I read that. He, but like... he literally turned him into rubber. He like blew him up like a fucking balloon. He like grabs a roof and like fucking Looney Tunes. Yeah. Like I know he set. does the roof thing. Yeah. 
So if he can do it to a roof, why can't he do it to a person? That's I watched a video on it. It's like 35 minutes when those YouTube anime experts being like, here's what the powers explain. First of all, those guys have way too much time on their hands. They absolutely do. But they read more than I do. And I see that shit. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. How do we go from a guy who had like the beauty of his was a beauty of that character to me was it's such a stupid power and he's having to propel it to a way that is all stupid powers for the most sure. But they're having to find ways to make it effective in combat by their own version of they have their box and their limitations and we have to work in that box, which makes it more interesting. Now, if you remove the box, it inherently becomes less interesting and saying imagination is the limit of your ability even if we don't know what that means yet that just means that when it comes down to the limit and it's time to figure out how we're going to finalize this situation he can just go he just did it because well i never said he couldn't do it no we knew that gear three and gear two had limits because we saw what happened after he did it he pushes heart rate and kills life all those kind of things yeah you know, we know that Shanks is less powerful than he was before because of his less his one arm. He didn't want to as a swordsman, but he knew his hockey power was still super strong. We know that if fucking what's his name, Colby or whatever the fuck his name, yeah, he didn't dude. Have... Also, just saying, the current stuff in One Piece is pretty fucking rad. Colby's I read stuff the, the last couple stuff chapters. Is... I read I read those chapters. That They're tells great. me like that stuff's fantastic. Hey, I don't have the ability, so I have to train. I know. We're removing that from the main well, Luffy character. Never had to train until the time skip. That's the only training he's ever done in his entire life. It, exactly. Now you're making it worse. <laughs> now you're making it worse by being like, okay, he can just fight this. We, he could not win. Based at his level, he could not beat this powerful enemy. Yeah. And now through well, is- through a power-up that's so still I mean, stupid. I feel like it's just because Oda wrote himself into a box because he made Kaido so powerful. Absolutely. And then his his way to, to reroute that was also stupid. Well, I feel like that happens in a lot of manga. but uh, For sure it does. And I de- but One Piece has been pretty good about not having to deal with that. Uh, Lu- Luffy yeah, is lost and it's been part. okay. No, Marine Ford, he was not prepared. He lost. That's fine. Yeah, That's I mean, definitive. Don Flamingo, I feel like he pulled some shit out of his ass. Yeah, that whole arc is just, tra- is just trash, too. Well. You know, but, like, every other major Luffy fight, I can, like, okay, cool. It's You have a little bit of plot armor. I'm cool with that. Yeah. But Imagination Fruit, that's a whole different level of plot armor, baby. Because imagine this, right? Mm. Luffy can't beat Kaido by himself. So what does he have to do? Use his entire crew to win the fight. Yeah, but the problem is is that the way Oda sets up his fights is that his entire crew was basically like half dead from having gone through their own individual fights. Yep. Like Guess you that's, can't rely that's on... your that's your own problem for now well, making your entire crew fucking puny humans compared to your godman leader. I mean, most of them were doing pretty I mean, you know, Zoro's like, you know, basically up there with Luffy in terms of power level almost. Now, not anymore, I don't think. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Before, not, the, not, before the Joy Boy stuff. Now he has he fucking Ultra like Instinct. And even him, even he was like basically losing to Kaido's second in command. So Yeah, that's just poor writing of your entire enemy then. If your entire well, enemy is... He put in this new fucking uh, like race that had like never existed before that apparently was like a... a ancient super uber powerful race yeah. of like 
I don't remember what the fuck they're called, but like, you know, like to me, things out on their back or some dumb shit to like beat them. And I don't know. Right. Having not read the chapters, just just reading the the things I did see the the, the that popped up hmm. made it seem like once Luffy turned into Super Saiyan, he like easily beat Kaido. No, he still he was still he still I, he didn't immediately win. Because from what I saw, I he was he like still got beat down in Gear Five. Like he one. was like grabbing him, spinning him around, throwing him like a little, like a little baby. Like, like it seemed like he was an easy fight after that. No, it definitely wasn't. I definitely remember it wasn't an easy fight. Still, because I want to, I'm going to take your word for it, and then I'm going to read it. And if it is easy, I'm not reading the manga ever. You ever. remind me because I when I read it, I mean I've only read it once, but when I yeah, read it, yeah. it's still I still remember there it not being exactly like all right, I instantly win. Right, because to me it looked like it was going to be one of those. Okay, we have just ruined this entire. Uh, the rest of the journey is irrelevant now. If yeah. your if your power level is this strong, for no reason, just be- over because of some mythical thing that was passed. Just and here's what it is. It's just very convenient to me. Then also to have this like, here's the exotic fruit that can now blend the abilities of every other fruit. I don't fucking care about that. I don't care about that. Yeah. I don't know. You know. I mean, it's also like, cause in the current arc, he's got like Lucci and everybody back and they've all got like awakened devil fruits. So it's just like, you know, he's just powering everybody up. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that's also just an example of, okay, how can we do this and make it creative? I'm fine with that. Oh, I'm cool with this idea, but like, how do you have characters who are like, have I mean, no the problem is, is that, I mean, maybe, and maybe this is a writing problem and the, like the fact that his world and his characters have gotten too big, but like with like the current person he's setting up as the big bad and like the stuff that even like outside of a fight they've shown to be capable of doing, like, I don't know how you could even like have Luffy, like take them on without like this joy boy power. Like yeah. with Ib and like right, everything better. that's going on with like the world government, like, I don't know how you could even like have like just gear for luffy like take on the fucking world government you wrote too big well you wrote, you wrote too big that's always been one piece's thing is that it's very expansive and big so well not even the expansiveness you could stop people you could stop people from powering up you can control that stop stop giving people such high well, that's the manga sky, curse sky. In general. yeah stop giving them you such high skylines you, you, you always have to go bigger especially shonen to, yeah, but then when you write to something stupid like God imagination powers, then I don't care. Because now the stakes are gone. Because now if you have an enemy... Know if okay, gone. if you have Because now you're telling me that Dragon has to be that much more powerful. Does he have to? Because, like, they've never if, shown that he's, like, powerful. He just, like, is... So at this point, who does... Luffy, if Luffy beats Kaido and with relative ease, even if it's not super easy, clearly to where he's not dying... Who else is left to fight him that's like even worth his because it's not Shanks. It ain't the other it ain't Blackbeard. Who the fuck how can Blackbeard beat him? You think Blackbeard? How how? His whole entire fruit could cancel out Luffy's fruit. He's a god man now. Yeah, nope. but he's Can't but the it. inherent nature of the darkness fruit is that it cancel out cancels out other fruits' powers. So I even don't know. if it's a god fruit. Every time we've seen him fight before, it wasn't like he was like, Oh, I beat you win, I gotcha. Power's gone. No, not now you're god man. You can do whatever what you want. About? He did that against Ace. It's basically what he did. He was like, "Beat you, power's gone." Yeah, Ace still had a, still wasn't like it was like okay, we we start fighting, fights over. It was not that. It was like okay, we're doing some stuff, and I can try to figure out. Ace that's what I'm saying. Me. Well, that's what happens with the Kaido fight. Is like it's not like instantly like all right, one chapter fights <laughs> over. Like they're still like back and forth. 
Yeah, but I'm saying that now that that fight is done and Luffy has won. Yeah. There, who, there's no one that like is on that level because we don't think that can Shanks beat Blackbeard. Like we're thinking like, okay, now we're going to this power battle, and if these characters that we know are mm. super uber strong, Luffy's beat one at the higher level or or at the same level mm. because of a power up. Well, it's not Smoker, that's for sure. Well, it's not him. But then you have these things like, okay, so now who beyond the on the scope of the, the rest of the fucking show? I mean, you've show, got Kizaru, you've got some of the other admirals. But do we really think that they're stronger than Kaido? Like maybe Akainu, maybe right? Because we assume so. Just from Akainu, his background. I think Kizaru would be up there. Um, I mean, none but then of we see like with Garp with that last chapter of Garp, it's like. Is Kizaru really all that powerful? I mean, Garp we know is strong, but Garp's an old fucking man. He's holding his own. I mean, he's an old fucking man, but he's also been, like, fucking punching ships for his entire fucking life. Sure, but that tells you, like, hey, well, how fucking strong was Goldie Roger? Like, you have all these questions that he's, like... I don't know. Well, the... Goldie Roger was... I mean, I feel like you have a good sense in Wano of how powerful Goldie Roger was because he was on par with Whitebeard. And we know how powerful right. Whitebeard was, even as a decrepit old man. Sure, and it makes you now it makes you question though. Well, how powerful are those people really when you compare to a God Boy? Well, go, I remember Garp saying, "I'm pretty sure before because Garp and Goldie Roger were the ones that took on the Rock Pirates." So, like, yeah, Garp is comparable in strength to Goldie Roger, and Goldie Roger is comparable in the strength to White. So you have like a relative. Sure, but how strong are those people white. compared to God Man? Well, I don't know. Because Godman is a god. Well, now Garp's dead, so now we don't know the answer. So now is it going to be like, hey, by the way, the only people that can beat Luffy are going to be the secret god fruits that we have extracted over the years. Well, you know they fucking already talked about that shit because they talked about, what was it? It was after, it was in the intercept of Egghead, I think, or something like that. They talked about the fucking super secret guards that guard the fucking... uh, the World Council others or some yeah. shit like that. The whatever the fuck they're called. I don't right. know. But that's obviously gonna be the people that they have to face before they take on. Yeah. And it's like, okay, here's our we've privately hoarded these god fruits of whatever, and now Luffy has to fight God God team, the God hand. Oh. 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 I don't care. I just I'm still having pirate. fun with it. I just want to see pirate shit, man. I mean you get pirate shit in Egghead. I just want to see pirate shit, but I get like Super Saiyan mode. I get lightning effects and then like fucking Bugs Bunny, which I'm fine with. I'm cool with the Bugs Bunny stuff. The Bugs Bunny stuff is fun. But then he like gets like Super Saiyan. He becomes like, he literally becomes. I don't know where you're getting the Super Saiyan thing because I haven't seen Because I watched the anime scene. (laughs) I mean, that's just the Joy Boy. That's like the Bugs Bunny stuff. No, no, no. When he's like, he's like laughing and stuff and he like has like lightning effects and. Oh, that might just be like anime, and then it goes like the like the go Dragon Ball Z the power up effect. So I wasn't like that in the manga. There wasn't really like well, there's a, no like his power like his hair just gets like he gets dreads. Oh no, no, they make they make it Dragon Ball. Uh, so I'm expecting anime. him to like instant transmission and stuff. He's definitely not instant transmissioning anywhere. He does turn into a giant fucking head, which is funny. Yeah, it's it it, it looked like he was turning into. Um, Super Saiyan mode, bro. Maybe. Which but. tells me that um, we're running out of ideas. <laughs> we're running out of ideas. Um, let's see. I mean, you knew it was going to happen at some point. 
Oh, I agree. I completely agree. I was trying to see if I, I had it. Cause it even was the like, manga that like you feel like wouldn't have a Super Saiyan mode in it somehow have a Super Saiyan mode shoved in. But they're it. even kind of like, honestly, too, and we'll get into the actual I mean, Naruto's like full-cloaked Ninetales mode is basically Super Saiyan. Oh, dude. I, I at least The one benefit I'll always give Naruto until the very end, because the, the end is terrible. The end is fucking awful. The one benefit I will give Naruto is that they told you from the get-go. Hey, they always explain from the beginning. There are tears to this shit. Yeah, that's true. Is it? Hey, by the way, you have one tail right now. There are yeah. nine, and yeah. as you progressively unlock them, you will get more dangerous. They tell you from the beginning. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? And also, they say, "Hey, by the way, you have the most powerful one." So okay, cool. But that means also you're the most volatile. Yeah. Cool. And it's locked up by all these different fucking things. Sweet, got it. So yeah. the entire show, we get him progressively getting there. And then the Sasuke Luffy, gets his dumb shit with his. The, the Sasuke stuff is terrible. But like <laughs> the Nar, the one, the Luffy stuff is out of nowhere. You can retroactively try to find things that might make sense, but ultimately, it's just like he the wrote fact the storyline. The fact that it's his fruit, I would agree, comes out of nowhere. Joy Boy yeah. doesn't come out of nowhere. Like Joy Boy has been talked about, but the fact that it's his fruit that is Joy Boy comes out of nowhere because i would rather have had it been like a level of hockey that he is able to that's what i thought it was gonna to attain be. to versus like oh it's just it's in his fruit like the to me that's a cop-out writing because mm. now the, it's just the fruit there's there's no there's this what it the is. problem is is that he already set up how hockey works so i don't really know there's not like tiers to hockey like there's different types of hockey but there's no tiers like you just have more of it right or and they've already shown like how much hockey he has, or so. even something. It would have to be something like a physical trait that Luffy's. So that would actually... be another thing, or he would have to like retroactively change how hockey works. Well, like... not even that, or do something where it has to be a physical manifestation of power, like Garp, because Luffy's never had to actually do that. I mean, he had. I mean, he's done that. Gear four not, is basically he's, him. He's doing not that. punching ships like fucking Garp is, though. No, but his gear four is basically the manifestation of that because. The he he basically covers himself like his arms and his legs are covered in hockey. Sure, but I'm like, talking about the, there's this there's the chapter literally the most recent chapter where Garp says punch the ship no hockey. Yeah. So we know that when Garp just punches a ship, he can destroy the ship with his actual yeah. strength, and then he can hockey punch it, which obliterates it. Yes. So that that's what I'm talking about. Like Luffy has right. to find another aspect of himself that he hasn't used before, which is not a power up or a power. The problem is to do that would require another training arc. Sure. Do what you gotta do. Because we know that Luffy comes from big boy blood. Yeah. Luffy is the small boy of his family. I wonder why. Yeah. Lift a barbell. It's time to pull <laughs> some out once curls. in your life. Because look at his daddy. Yeah, his dad's pretty rich. It's a big man. Look at yeah. his grandpa. That's a big fucking guy. It's a big fucking man. So why is Luffy so small and fucking thin? It ain't the fucking fruit power. We know he was thin before that too. Maybe it's his mom's fault. I'm sure that's part of it, but also part of it too is probably just not doing what you gotta be doing. He definitely even, doesn't put the work, yeah. You know, like, and you assume that if Luffy turns 45, he'll probably naturally become a bigger sized person. That's what it seems like in One Piece. I mean, like, he is technically still like a teenager, yeah. It does seem like in One Piece, as you get to like middle age, you become a giant man. The older you get, just the bigger you get. Because yeah. Zoro's in his like late 20s, so. Yeah, so He's I don't a know. big fucking guy now. Zoro's a big guy. But I don't know. It, it's 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 definitely um, 
Zoro's putting in the work. You fucking lit it was a it was a bummer for me to see the anime today. Uh, it was kind of a bummer. I mean, I could understand that. I mean, I'm still having fun with it, but I got I can understand that. I'm not saying it's not fun. I'm I thought well, I'm not trying to critique the funness because One Piece is always fun. He's never not he's never not fun. Yeah, it's just that uh, I had higher expectations for Luffy as a main character mm. than like. Becoming just a typical shonen protagonist. Becoming a character of like, oh, just it's innate, it's in your power set. Yeah, I like the idea of like, how do I, don't I know. beat? Bleach is still the worst about that shit. Oh, Bleach is terrible. But it's like, how do I beat? How do I beat Crocodile? I gotta use water, so I gotta yeah. like use outsmart. Yeah, I will admit that the creativity of how Luffy has been able to beat his enemies has always been like one of the bigger selling points. Because yeah, just, like beating the, Rob Lucci, he has to come up with gear too. It's so. like he's, he's like a dumb character they say, but he's actually inherently strong when it comes to battle smarts. But yeah, in yeah. this one's kind of like, it's he's just like a I battle have sense. I have yeah. it there. I can just do what I want. It's cool for a comic book and it's cool for an anime for sure. I'm not critiquing that part. It's just kind of like, yeah. it, it kind of puts the rest of your crew at to where the point where they're so... Yeah, well, the problem is that, you. like, especially with, like, Wano, like, you, you're you already back to the point where it's like, okay, Usopp and Nami are irrelevant characters again. They don't yeah. really do anything. Because now... Robin, at least, has got, like, a decent power-up. And then, you know, your main fighters are basically... Well, now it's Jinbei, Sanji, and Zoro are basically your main fighters. Because now, like you just said, you know, even if he can't use that power all the time, which mm-hmm. he's going to definitely use it all the time when they write it into it because he's gonna have to because everyone after this point is gonna be more powerful so that means the rest of your crew is now irrelevant unless you give them all god power god sword so zoro you have to be able to beat mihawk easily you have a god sword now it's a living sword it talks to you about kaido oh sure that's cool that's rad but now it's gonna be like you actually have to learn the one sword powerful technique, which is actually you attuned to a demon world that lifts you, gives you the the guts mm-hmm. blade, and then it fucking you know it's all it's stuff like that, which is like, mm. is it really you or is it the item? And there's always a thing about that, which I don't. I don't like. even know how you do with Sanji. He just does kicks. You just you have, have to do to, an even higher kick. You have to actually um, wear boots. <laughs> I've crafted you this armor, boots, a Kaido dragon scale boot that lets you smash through whatever mm. hockey feet yeah <laughs> i am surprised he doesn't use hockey hockey feet that's what he's hockey gonna use. feet uh one piece sucks all right so we're here to talk about something uh different we are something completely different something different that uh is, is it different yeah i'd say so i think it's got similarities well for sure but they never once ended a fight with "I'm a god well, turtle." That's true. They always have realistic ends to their fights. I mean, yeah. At least Literally. it's like, at least it's more like it, it ends up becoming more like grit than it is anything else. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's fair. It's never like, how do I beat this? <gasps> Let me use the powers I was gifted as the you know from my lineage as being a turtle in the sewer. Yeah. You know. Okay. How do we beat the Shredder? Well, let's go turtle into our shell and we'll throw throw ourselves at him. <laughs> I feel like I've heard some dumb... I feel like I remember some dumb shit like that from the fucking anime movie. Oh, they, de- the they, anime. Pro- they definitely oh. have done stuff like that, but it was never like, how do we beat the Krang? Here we go. How do we beat Tur- Krang? Turtle ninjutsu, which they do in the comic books now. I think that's the stupidest shit. Yeah. <laughs> what do they do that in the comic books now? 
There's like turtle. There's like ninja turtle magic or something. How long has that IDW series been going on? Or is it a different series now? No, it's I still IDW. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 10, 12, 10 years. That shit's been going on for a long fucking time. It's the longest running turtle series. Yeah. I can't believe it's still going on. I don't read it anymore. I remember when they were, I, I think I read it for like the first like 80 chapters or something like that. And then they started doing like a mystical court with like the rat king and all this other shit. And I was like, this is so weird. It's not what I want from turtles. Yeah. It's not what I want. Um, and that's why I stopped reading. And then Donnie died and he got put into a robot and then he came back, I guess. I don't know. There's like a world. There's like a world of mutants now. Which I think is basically what this movie's about. Well, there was always there was mutants early on in the IDW series. Like they don't. You no, know, yeah, but this is like I think. Oh, like I a saw, different planet. I was like pulling the chapters out, and uh, I was pulling the issues when I was reading it again, and they were like going to school and shit, like a mutant school or something. What the fuck? Something like that. Like X Men. Like the Turtle Boy and fucking Fish Man and stuff like that. I yeah. mean, that's basically where this movie ends, but it is, yes. But without, I guess, other mutant students, but... right? And we're talking about uh, finally burying the lead after forty minutes. Yeah, uh, we're talking about uh, the new Team and Team movie. Yes, Mutant Mayhem. Mutant Mayhem, brand new, just came out. Hot off the presses. Animated fil- film. Uh, yes. Seth Rogen produced, produced by Seth Rogen and Evan something. Yeah, who do? Um, they've been putting down. I don't know, man. They've been pumping out everything that they like for like the past like fifteen years. Yeah, because um, they did Preacher. I think they're in charge of the Invincible series too. Yeah, maybe they did. I don't know. I feel like any like out there comic series and that's been like turned into like a TV show or a movie in like, the past like ten years yeah. has been like because of them. Right. Um. But Mutant Mayhem. Is something that we, on the podcast at least, mm-hmm. have probably had zero interest in. We hadn't really talked about it at all, yeah. We knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. I don't think we... There's the problem with TMNT is that there's just so much of it all the time everywhere. Especially since Nickelodeon took it over. It's, it's it like, just... It's everywhere. It is. And as a toy collector, there is so many... There's like five different brands of TMNT toys that are out yeah. constantly. There's always a new... TV show somewhere reincarnation. Mm-hmm. There's always something coming out. It's it's a lot of TMNT. Yeah, which makes me less oversaturated. It, for it, sure. it it really is. And this movie was another addition to that oversaturation that I had interest in because the uh, last TV show I did not love. Mm-hmm. But that the movie was, was the last one. The one that was the more like anime style yes yeah okay. rise of the tmnt which i i didn't yeah. watch a ton of it i watched the movie that i thought the movie was okay but they had magic and stuff from that yeah i saw that that they definitely like went hard into like the anime like power they did. Up type of thing they did which to me and we'll get to this at first obviously we both love tmnt we talk about it all the time yes uh i'm a big fan i have a tmnt i have mikey on my leg tattooed yes. i'm a big fan of ninja turtles I think to me always the definitive version to me as a Ninja Turtles fan mm-hmm. will always be the first, the three live action movies, movies from the nineties. I will say the two live action movies from the nineties. I, I really don't like the third two. movie that much. I love all of them, but the, those movies but the first to me, two for sure. I love those movies. I think those movies completely com- uh, do a great job of combining the things I love about the Ninja Turtles, which is it's funny, 
Mm-hmm. There's pizza, and yeah. it's also very dark. Especially that first movie. The first movie. The first one. Yeah. The first one is incredibly dark. Yeah. And I think those two do a good job of doing that. Whereas when you come to the cartoons, like you either kind of have one that's like you have like the original show, which is really too goofy. Yeah, the first one's not really even like. I mean, I guess it's closer to like newer TMNT stuff, but it's definitely not like anything like the comics or like those live action movies at all. But then you have 2003, which is technically our TMNT, which is like more serious, dramatic, which does have humor in it toward, towards the back end of the series. Towards the back end, they get a little goofy with it, but like the the beginning for sure, it was definitely like a more serious, just anime stuff. And you have 2012, which is, you know, again, trying to do a mix of both, but it was still kind of more goofy. Yeah. And then that's kind of yeah the comic book comic books obviously that are serious and then you have TMT Adventures which is more based on the cartoon from eighty seven so you have mm-hmm. different incarnations and I think that's one of the things about TMT that's so good is that every generation of person mm-hmm. has a TMT that they are attached to yeah um, because if you're from if you're if you're a comic book reader from the eighties you probably are fifty years old right now and you <laughs> like the black and whites. Or if yeah. you were a young person in the '80s, if you were like ten or eight in the '80s, you probably were '87 fan. If you were, mm-hmm. you know, teenager in the '90s, it was the '90s movies. If it was, if you're our age, it was the 2003s. You have so many yeah. versions of TMNT that are attached to different eras of pop culture, which is great. And this is just this movie, Mutant Mayhem, is just another addition to that, mm-hmm. which is why everything I'm going to say about this movie is, uh irrelevant to the, the entire world of tmnt because this is just my personal opinion on this one take of the of okay the franchise i'm interested to hear your take now that you're setting it up like this well i say it because so many people get butt hurt over tmnt changes which is kind of stupid because they, it's always changing oh it's always changed yeah it's the only thing changing. that's been consistent is that there are four, four turtles <laughs> they're named leonardo Rafael, michelangelo and donatello and they have a rat father named splinter that's about yeah. the only and thing they're that's ba- and their eternal bad guy is always a ninja man yes it's always the foot clan yeah and how that ninja man looks is always different yeah always different but so i say that because i think people are going to get upset at this movie if they haven't seen it yet because of how different it is yeah i can um, see that i guess but zach how do you how did you feel what did you did you have any expectations for this movie going into it how did you feel kind of walking out after um seeing that? I didn't have too many expectations. I mean, I knew the only reason I was really excited for this movie, honestly, and I think we talked about it before, was the fact that like they were having teens play the Turtles, which I liked because really in any other thing that I've seen, it's never been like teenagers. Like it's always like 20 something, 30 something year olds. Like they say that they're teenagers, but they never really act like teenagers. And so in this one, they actually do kind of act like Zoomer kids. And I like that bit like i like the like if the tmnt were like growing up in like today's world this is probably how they would act like they do dumb shit they'd film themselves like cutting watermelons and dumb shit and like posting it on tiktok and all this other weird random stuff yeah i will say overall i really liked this movie a lot i had a great time with it i had a lot of fun i liked all the turtles personalities i think the one letdown for me at first was splinter because they kind of made the splinter the like I hate humans type of thing. And I was like, I get that. But also like, I feel like most other splinters I've known, he's never been like that anti-human. He's always just like, you know, stick to the shadows, that type of thing. He's never been like, I don't know. 
So like that was the one thing that I was like kind of eh about, but I still loved Jackie Chan as Splinter. And by the end of the movie, I was like, it's good shit. Yeah. Nice. I, um, having been able to sit on it for a day. Yeah. Cause I watched it on I, Friday. So I've sat on it for like a couple of days. Yeah. My, my opinions now are this. Okay. I think the style of the animation is super awesome. I love the style of it, yeah. A little too scratchy at times. Yeah, I mean, I, it, they definitely tried to emulate the Spider-Verse animation style. Like, cel-shaded with the 3D. They tried to go for that. Um, I get what you're saying about the scratchiness of it. Um, but I also feel like... I don't know, it definitely kind of fits into, like, the New York street style that they're, like, trying to emulate of, you know, the graffiti art type of thing. Uh, is they very similar to, like, Street Fighter 6? Yeah, I, I would say like that, I would agree with that if there was more graffiti in it. Well, that's true. But there's none, but there's graffiti in Spider-Verse. Um, yeah. And, like, yeah, I, I like the overall approach to the style. Just some parts have too much unfinishedness, which is what they did on purpose, but I think it actually looks kind of bad sometimes hmm. uh i like that the fact that people are deformed i've I noticed that funny. immediately which was the biggest change from spider-verse because in Fi- spider-verse everybody just looks like a person but like you know maybe slightly exaggerated but nobody has like a head that like looks like a goddamn triangle right and i i like that that they exaggerate the form in this because i think that's yeah. the beauty of the animation is being able to exaggerate that stuff i think that's all all that stuff is really awesome yeah, um, I like the designs a lot of the people. I really, really like the designs of the turtles. I think they're all fun. Mm-hmm. Um, a little small in terms of like yeah, I think that's mass. probably the biggest thing. But I think it definitely fits into that like trying to make them more be like teenagers, like that they're like smaller, scrawnier yeah. kids. Um, I like the actors. I like the voices. I like. I, I agree. I like the fact that they're teenagers and that they act like it, even though I don't have any connection to kids who are half my age in terms of any of the pop culture stuff. But I think that that's cool that they do that. Yeah. Um, I think April looks stupid and I don't like the way I think Splinter looks looks stupid too. You know, I love the, I love Jackie Chan. I think the performance. Yeah. I don't like the fact that he's like kind of a tubby guy. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I think that like, if you're going to make him Jackie, make him look more like Jackie. Like they put Jackie in the movie. She'll have like, the visually they put jackie in the movie yeah, I was about to say, well um, that was what i was going to touch on later which is that like uh well i don't know if this is what you're bringing up but like the choreography for their fight scenes are like ripped straight out of jackie chan movie well i would say specifically for like his fight for sure i think the fight i think even the fight that they do they do the um the first their fight where the they're like um yeah like their montage fight where they're yeah. like trying to get information i love that fight scene that was I love the way that that looked. Um, I, 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 I know what you're saying. And I, I would only sort of agree because even in the 90s movie, they always use their environment to avoid yeah. having to use their actual weapons. I guess um, I think. I guess that's so true. Like, but Jackie's actual fight in the movie, like he's like using the chair. Yes. And he's like, that's a complete police story ripoff yeah. fight, which is cool. Um, I almost feel like they're making him look like Samo. So it's kind of like, Mm, yeah but it's the dad look i get it um yeah i don't love the way he looks i think april looks terrible i don't um, think april looks good just this design wise if she if they put her in like yeah. a cooler outfit maybe i would be different 
I don't, yeah. I just don't know how I like the, I don't like the actual clothes that she's wearing. Yeah. I think the clothes Isn't, look boring. She, she's April. She should have dread. Yeah. I think the fashion sense is just yeah. not, this doesn't, doesn't, I get that they're playing her like she's the kind of like a quirky, like nerd, not popular. Yeah. But like, to me, because this is going to go back to the, so much of the movie, which is like, it's my, my inversion of April. Yeah. That I, I am used to is that she's, um, cool looking yeah. <laughs> like fat, visu- visually cool looking yeah and this character has the makings of a cool visual appearance but then the outfits to me are just kind of boring looking yeah um i don't know puke girl isn't a great moniker if you want your character to be cool either well and that's the, the story element i get that i mean but, that's uh, the story element i get it but um so, I'm, all, I'm not gonna think of april low hero i'm gonna think of puke girl so yeah and all that out of the, out of the way i will say this tell me having been able to sit on it for a day having 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 a lot of history of ninja turtles yes i give the movie a three out of five okay because not because of any of the actors performances yeah style animation i think it's all 10 a top notch 10 out of 10 the voice acting is great April is great as a character. I like that storyline a lot of April's yeah. character. I think she looks stupid, but I think the storyline's great. What kills me is the choice of the movie story-wise to take it this direction from the first movie that I can absolutely cannot stand. Hmm. The idea of mutant first, Foot Clan second, now we're in school as mutants. I fucking think it sucks. Yeah, I don't like that. I mean, I get what they're going for because obviously doing the Foot Clan as the main enemy would be too obvious. Like, I get that they're trying to like do something different, and I like Superfly like as a villain, like it's yeah. cool. Um, I didn't like. I don't. I think the one thing I don't like is that Bebop and Rocksteady are not villains. Yes, which I think they will be. I think I I would hope that if they do do a second movie, which I hope they will, because I did really like this first one, and I would like to see how they do shredder in a follow-up um but i would hope that they would turn villains but that was the one thing i was kind of disappointed in which was like they didn't really ever they weren't ever really villains because even when they first meet them like it's just them hanging out yeah and they don't really i mean i guess there's like the car chase scene but like after that yeah they have their speech and then everybody basically like gets on board with them except for superfly so yeah yeah, I think that so much of the movie is so great. And um, the, again, this goes back to my preferences for the Turtles, which is not wrong or right, just my personal... I do agree with not liking them being in high school. I don't like that shit at all. I think all. the high school stuff is stupid. But here, yeah. this, this this is, again, this is old man yells at his yard or clouds yeah. type thing, which is that <laughs> my version, my favorite version of the Turtles, I lay it out for you because it's just pretty much the 90s movie. Yeah. Right. Here's what it That's is. My favorite version of Turtles is Splinter is a rat who yeah. learned karate ninjutsu by being yes. in a cage watching his master. Yes. That's his my master favorite. was killed by Orokusaki. Right. I don't like the version of Splinter that is actually a Yoshi rat. who turns into a rat. Oh, I hate that version. Yeah. I don't like that version. I think I think it's cooler. I almost feel like I don't know. Do you? Would you rather have Yoshi than? master splinter learns kung fu from fucking taibo videos well that's what i was saying i think having 
Jackie, and this is also goes back to me being a kung, a kung fu nerd. It's like yeah. having Jackie Chan teach quote unquote karate ninjutsu through YouTube videos. Yeah, so much of me was like, oh god, like not even not <laughs> even kung fu, like teaching them ninjutsu, like not even the same country. Yeah, not the fact that even Jackie Chan was never a martial artist; he's a stuntman. But I was like, yeah. okay, I know it's fine. It's a movie, no big deal. But to me, the version of Turtles that I like is he's a rat who sat in his fucking yes. hanging cage not even a cage on the table a cage is hung it's up a hanging cage. he's a rat yes. <laughs> like that a bird he was doing, basically in a bird cage doing ninjutsu training <laughs> right following <laughs> his master <laughs> he becomes a fucking mutant man rat yes. he's already he gets, trained his master gets killed he gets thrown into a sewer where there's ooze where he finds four right. turtles who also are uncovered in ooze and then he teaches them ninjutsu that he knows from which his master then, from the moment of his rebirth as as a humanoid rat person, yes, the connection to the foot is already it's inherent. Yes, and that would ber- be the thing that I don't like. Yeah, because like, how are they going to do? Well, the way they set it up, they basically he's not going to have a connection to the foot. No, but he's just like they basically guy. set it up that the splinter in this universe is like just a mercenary, basically. Right, the Foot Clan is just out there, which we know the Foot Clan does that. They they yeah. work for they do work for hire. But there's always been, I feel like in most team and teas that I've watched or partaken in, there's at least some sort of underlying personal connection to the Foot Clan and the Turtles. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the one where, or the one at least that I know of, where there is no like connection. Removing like- completely. This is this is my one of my big gripes of the movie. Which yeah. is, again, it's a story choice, not an animation or style choice, or right. of a, a acting choice, story element wise. Which is when you remove the actual actual connection to the foot, yeah, you remove the ninja from the title of the movie, right? Because they're not ninjas, yeah, they are purely people doing self taught karate, right? Is it cool? Sure. Is is it a funny moment? Absolutely. Yeah, but it removes the serious tone of the series which is also inherently funny because it's the parody on the hand by daredevil right yeah how do we have this we'll have a bunch of turtles who are ninjas that's funny but yeah. you're but also serious and dramatic and you remove that element to the foot which we know is a direct birthplace of the ninja turtles that they're from the same yeah. they're from the same clan learn knowing the same ninjutsu yeah that's that's the dramatic element that you remove by not even have that connection at all and then mm. now there's really no effective way to retie it back in because we know that there's no connection. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that. If they make a second movie, I don't know how they're going to... That, that just makes Shredder a bad guy of the week. Yeah, it just makes him a, a bad guy. It doesn't make him... Because Shredder's not that. He's always had more of a... He's scary. He's yeah. He is the villain. He is the villain. scary while being a bad guy of the week. But like, what makes him scary is that... like deep personal vendetta that he has against the turtles and and, and it's the flip-flop too it's the it's the flip-flop it's it's yeah. it's them fighting shredder on the rooftop in the first movie yeah it is it's them in 2003 fighting the foot being like this is the guy who like fucked our dad this is the guy who's like we we've been training our entire yeah. lives to fight this kind of person yeah, and when you remove that threat level from the series, you're you're shooting yourself in the foot from the get go, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's a huge disservice to the whatever could be of these movies. Yeah, you know, because Shredder is not just some guy you show up and be like, okay, here's the here's the foot, 
Yeah, I would agree with that. No, that's he's the mastermind. He's the one. I feel the like. Okay, tell me, tell me if I'm wrong about this. Sure. And actually, this might be completely off base because this is definitely more of like a kids' movie. Yeah, yeah. Which, but how you make that connection would be, you kill Splinter. You would have to do that. Yeah. You would have to. Which would suck because then you'd get no more Jackie Chan. Yeah, but you would have to do that. But, but then there's also no. But there's also zero chance that. Or he like massacres the rest of the mutants or something like that, and you like keep Splinter. But so but then you ru- die in a second. But then you ruin the rest of the movies by having no more Mondo Gecko. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. You can't have you can't get rid of Mondo Gecko, man. But I think the only thing they could do now is to like. Oh, yeah, you have could sp- just have him massacre everybody else, and then like Mondo Gecko looks like he's dead, and then his like head right. pops up. He's like, it's like. Back. Yeah, they kill. They would have, he would have to kill Splinter, or it would have to be one of those situations where we get the we get the farmhouse from the first movie. Yeah, because they think they can beat him, but he does Foot Clan ninjutsu. Yeah, and beats the shit out of him, and then they, then they have to up their game by actually they learning catch some real Splinter, stuff. So then they have to go train like something that. because the 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 sad thing is that they they don't do ninja stuff, even though they kind of do, but they're not ninjas, and that's all. That's yeah. all purely just semantics from like an adult point of view right but that's what i love about ninja turtles that it was so serious for such a stupid idea mm-hmm. where the they the, the ninja part of it was never in question they were always ninjas if yeah. they could be funnier they could be more serious but never ever would they never not teenage ninjas yeah they were always that um this movie removes a, a part of that history away completely yeah. which i think is a, it's a choice but I think it's a bad one hmm. because if you remove the fact that Splinter should or Splinter and Shredder should always have beef, that that beef is yeah. essential to the dramatics of the series, kid, yeah. kid version or not. It's it's inherently because now you, then you add in Karai and you add in you add yeah. in the, the, the dragons. You, you add in so many things that are relevant to the series that are so good that 2003 gets really well. Yeah, that you don't you kind of don't do that here and you focus on the, on the monster men first, which is great. We love monster men. Yeah. But you you change the precedent of street level Daredevil Batman to now mm-hmm. higher science-y kind of Krang stuff first foremost. Which yeah. I like Krang, but to me TMNT is really good when it's ninja, not Krang. Yeah, I mean, I like the Krang stuff, but I definitely would agree that like some of the better TMNT stuff is the Turtles versus Shredder and the Foot Clan. Like that's usually when TMNT is like at its best. Yeah, and I agree, and, and to me, that's obviously that's a pers- that's just a personal choice in the movie. Yeah, that to me, when I say three out of five for the story reasons, that's just my my literal like the story they're telling is not bad. Yeah, the story they choose to go with is perfectly fine for a kids flick. It's a fun yeah. story. It's a it's a it's an effective story, even though it's sped up quickly to be more for kids. You yeah, know, ability to just like, kind of like sit in front of a TV. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is all fine and dandy, but just as a thirty-year-old fan, that's kind of kind of my kind of a bummer for me. Yeah, like I like the bit about the YouTube videos and the DVDs. I think that's funny. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's funny. It's a really but funny yeah. Movie. It like it lessens the impact that probably Shredder and the Foot Clan are going to have. Because like, like, at what point, like you could just do it to where even if, even if they chose to make him Yoshi and just turn into a rat. Yeah. Like then you still have the connection to Shredder. It's a, it's a bigger impact that they ever see each other. Yeah, 
and it can be like, oh, hey, dad, like you're so goofy all the time. And then it's like, and, and it also would explain too, because I'm pretty sure IDW is he's Yoshi, right? The what? In IDW, he is Yoshi, isn't he? Fuck, I can't remember. I think I'm pretty he sure is. he's like reincarnated as Yoshi or yeah, something. Yeah, I like think that, he's right? reincarnated, yeah. As the they do a lot of shit because that's when they do all the magical court shit. I think they do a lot of shit with reincarnation. Yeah, because in some oh, series, Karai is like a reincarnated version of Yoshi. Yeah. No, in some series, Karai is actually his daughter. I don't think she's his daughter in IDW. And I know in 2012, the last thing I'm, I remember reading is he took over the Foot Clan. So right, I'm pretty sure like in 2012, Karai is actually his is Yoshi's daughter. So he's actually like the sibling, the, the turtle okay. sibling kind of thing. Obviously, in like the last Ronin, we have it's different where Karai is just purely Shredder's daughter, I believe. Yeah, so you have all these different versions of, and I'm pretty sure in the Grids and Comic Books, the same way. It's just, that's just originally Shredder's kid. Yeah. So you have these different elements that all become part of the, this one clan battle. Yeah, but that goes back to me just liking ninja stuff. Yeah, you know, um, but I think a lot of the choreography in this movie is, I think, mostly well done for the fight sequences. Well but I think the, the goes back to some of the scratchiness kind of makes it tough to read sometimes for me. I could see that. Um, but I think for the most part, all the choreography is laid out uh, reasonably well. Um, especially, I love that first fight scene when they're in the garage. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, all the mechanic fights like them going throughout the garage, like Mikey going from like door to door. And like, I mean, that felt like a, hong kong action scene for sure like that felt like something out of i don't know police story or something. well i really thought the movie was gonna go the route of which they they kind of they showed a little bit of like having all them the montage of them going to all these different like gangs yeah. i was like okay cool we're gonna see all the big ones we're gonna see the dragons we're gonna see we're gonna see like the foot we're gonna see all these different yeah. places and we didn't get the any foot. of that and i was kind of like it's all just Man. like street level gang like what a bummer dude like the italian guys and like russian guys and like chinese it's like that's kind of a bummer i was hoping that we got like they would like walked in front of like the purple like the purple dragon logo or whatever and like uh purple dragons would have been sick or just did something like that to where we're really showing some more of the kind of the street level yeah stuff you know or even like the um the first issue of the idw series it's them having a big battle with the cat guy yeah 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 so stuff like that, you know, like kind of like showing that there's, I know they're, they're playing them more young, which I, I'm completely fine with. Yeah. Um, Cause it obviously leaves you room for growth and it's more humorous and that's kind of mm-hmm. where the tone is at. Um, but I just think that you're kind of like in the long run, like you would have it be better to be like. Yeah. And I mean, the fact that I think the fact that they put them in high school, like it kind of stunts that, the story growth that as sucks, well. Dude. I feel that really sucks. I don't know. I mean, I get I get it from like the message of the story of like wanting to be accepted. And like, obviously for them, their symbol of like ultimate acceptance was like being able to like go to a normal school and all that kind of shit. But that sucks, dude. I don't that know. Sucks like so story wise, the, the post credit scene. Oh my God. Like if they were never going to do another story, like TMNT movie, then like, sure. That's a fine way to end it. But like the fact that you tease that you want to do like shredder stuff and it's like, okay, you want to do shredder stuff, but they're going to be like, in fucking chemistry class and get like yeah. attacked by the foot clan. Like, I don't know. I don't need it to be Spider-Man. Yeah. I don't need it to be. That's Spider-Man. what it feels at that point. At that point, you just, they just become Spider-Man. And also what to me, like what the potential I see is like, they're not going to be training. Yeah. There's no more need to train because you're accepted. Mm-hmm. So the foot will come in and then and they're going to just going to get obliterated. They would just yeah. decimate you. 
Yeah. Because you've only you've been training for 10 years of your life. Because by the time they start doing Kaninjutsu or karate videos, yeah. they're not they're like four or five. Yeah. At least for you assume by the, the age of the turtle size. The, yeah, look at the turtles, yeah. But that's different for the foot clan. Their their entire lives is, is killing. Let's say they're like entire they're like Spartans. They like fucking grow yeah. up like learning ninjutsu. And like the way that they even show like Shredder as a silhouette is like he they're going big mode Shredder. Yeah, he's gonna be a big boy for sure. Unless they unless they they change. I mean, it, it feels like that's probably. I mean, and maybe that's just this animation style, but it feels like they they're going big mode with it because Superfly was big mode as well. Superfly yeah. was big, big. Guy. Unless they're gonna change Shredder. Like he's I mean, just, I he's a ninja, but he's not. Honestly, my worst version of Shredder is 2003 Shredder, which is that Shredder is just Krang, which is terrible. But or they just do it where like he's he is a ninja from a clan, but the clan is it's irrelevant. They're just they're just a bad guy. They're just his little mafia group. I don't know. It's gotta be a foot. It's gotta be the Foot Clan. It can't just be some random ninja. Well, yeah, it could be the Foot Clan, but they'll just make it to where he's not as important to the turtles as, as historically. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I could see that, but then why would you like tease him up to be like? Because everybody knows who fucking Shredder is, so yeah, you can't just tease that you're gonna put in Shredder and then be like, go to the next movie and be like, actually, he's not that important. That's the kind of the way they're doing it, though, right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm telling you, somebody's gonna have to die. Yeah. I don't know if it actually will be Splinter, but somebody will have to die. I think it'll be April. You know what's more annoying? We're gonna see. Did they do that to, with April though? And here's Before my guess. For, here's my. Dude, I'm gonna guess this shit right now. Call okay, this. Bookmark me. this review for in three years when number two comes out. Okay. They're gonna be in school, right? Right. And something's gonna happen at the school where they're gonna it's get gonna the tension. They're gonna get the tension. Okay. Then they're gonna be they're gonna go to detention, and she's April, and the turtles are gonna sit down, or just April, and then somewhere in the classroom, in detention, mm-hmm. the t- detention, the teacher is gonna be like, "All right, this is detention, blah blah blah, be annoying, be stop talking, blah blah blah," and you, yeah. Jones, sit down. Hey, and see Casey Jones. I'd be kind of down for that, honestly. They're gonna do that. I'm but then you're going to have this thing where it's like, okay, so then you're probably going to have a Leo versus Casey, like, fight and feud because Leo has a crush on April. Yeah. And Casey obviously gets with April because he's a fucking human. Yep. So you, then you're going to have this thing where there's, like, this weird tension between Casey and Leonardo, which is never the case. It's always Raph and – it's always Raph and Casey because it makes the most sense because they're both fucking hyper-aggressive people. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I would like Casey Jones to be in the next movie. That'd be fun. Yeah, but they're they're not going to do it right. You know, he's going to be sitting in detention with like his foot over his face. And then he's like, the detention guy's like, put your foot down. And he puts his foot down. He's wearing the fucking hockey mask. They take that mask off. <laughs> I think they will do that. But I think they're going to do like the Josh Peck 2012 version of Casey Jones. Josh, Josh Peck was Casey Jones? Yeah. I didn't terrible. see that version. It was terrible. It was bad. But they're not going to do Pain 101. Oh, shit, uh, dude. They better. 
That's the real one. He needs to have a fucking over-the-shoulder bag filled with a fucking cricket bat and yep. a fucking hockey – obviously, it's hockey stick. I need yep. cricket bats, any baseball bats. I need a tennis racket in there. And I want to hear, like, no, it's no two minutes for icing or whatever, high stick and all that it's stuff. It's two minutes for I sticking. That. That's what I want. Then I want him teaching samurai guys unnecessary roughness. how to play hockey. <laughs> They're not, just, just not gonna They're gonna play it. street hockey for sure, obviously. Also, I will say, not really a lot of skating in this movie. There's zero skating except for Mondo Gecko. I think there's one bit where Mikey does it because he like pulls. No, because it's Mondo. Mondo's it's Mondo skating. Gecko. Yeah. So no skating from any of the turtles. Which and is here's also the other thing. Monster. Here, they don't give a fuck about pizza. They don't give a fuck, dude. Even Splinter tries to bribe them pizza, and they're like, ah, we don't care. What? They want to go watch Ferris Bueller and not eat pizza? Oh, come on. You can eat pizza and watch Ferris Bueller. You can do both. Bush it, bum me out, man. Yeah, man. The fact that they were like, rather would hang out with April than eat pizza? Yeah, I know. Terrible. Terrible. Teenagers. Bad decision. Teenagers love pizza. It, it, there's just Also, I love to say. As a resident weeaboo, anime saved the day. <laughs> it did, yeah. <laughs> Attack did, on Titan. I, I did, and I thought that was cringy. <laughs> it did, and I thought it was cringy. Attack on um, Titan, baby. Save the day. Yeah. I mean, it was a smart smart story. Uh, yeah. Rip off, but that's okay. Yeah. It was fine. I think that it also shows me that they choose to not actually make them... Like, Donnie's not actually that smart. No, he's not. Like he's just kind of a geek. Like he's not he's actually a geek. smart. And Mikey's not that Mike they made Mikey a geek too. Mikey's like, not that like, cool. He's also not really that funny. Like this here's the thing, here's what really bummed me out. Is that like yeah. Donnie's not even that smart. Yeah. And he's a nerd. But then I mean Mikey's maybe it's just that like since they're actually doing the teenagers, now that he goes to school, maybe he'll like dive into shit and he'll actually get like really, really smart. Pro- sure, I'm sure that's probably the case, but like because he has the computer stuff and the computer yeah. nerds. But then also, Mikey's also just a nerd. Yeah, he's also just a big old nerd, yeah. Which is, like, not what he like is. He's a, and he's worse. He's a comedy nerd. Like He's, he's a, a comedy improv. nerd, and he's not He's funny. an improv nerd, which is, like, the worst kind of nerd. Like, to me, Michelangelo. Yeah. He is, he is without saying it, yeah. he's, Mono Gecko is, is exactly who he should be. He's, he should just be Mondo Gecko. That's why they're so, that's why they're so friendly in the other yeah. stuff. Because they're vibes, bros. man. They're just surfers. Vibes. They're all vibes. They're just surfers and they're skaters and they're potheads. And that's what yeah. they do. That's what they do, man. And that's not what Mikey is in this. No. The moment I saw the poster for fucking Improv Olympics, I was like, oh my God, dude. And he wanted to sign up for Improv. I was like, come on, dude. This guy's a, this, is a, this is an adjacent to theater kid, dude. What the yeah. fuck are we doing? It's wor- Improv's worse. God, improv dude. is like the lowest form of ugh, bad. Improv's I... I I was not a fan of that story choice either. Yeah, I mean it's fine. It's funny. I don't remember who was Raph hanging out with at school? The uh, wrestlers. Oh right, yeah, he was the he was obviously yeah he was the athletics yeah. So even then, and then Leo was just like with April news newsing, I guess. Yeah. Even though Leo doesn't give a fuck about news. If anything, I would have loved it if Leo was like. Yeah, I like April, but the reality is that I'm a turtle. We ha- I have to train. Oh well, that yeah, I have well, to train. That would be jitsu. more of a Leo line for sure. 
what I'm saying, Leo, he if, if he was like, yeah, Leo I like should always be training above everything. I else. need to train ninjutsu or whatever. He shouldn't even want to go to school because he'd be he should be like, no, guys, we got to train. If anything, what they could have done to make a better movie, in my opinion, to end it is like to set it up is like the other three go to school and then Leo is forced to fight crime by himself and then he gets fucked up by Shredder. Yeah. And That'd the, be other good. Brothers, the other brothers have to step in to like, oh shit, what happened to our brother? We left him alone. He was. Isn't that basically no... one of the comic series? I mean, like a comic storyline. It's kind of a reoccurring bit they do where Leo's constantly always. Oh, always go, go by himself and gets yeah. ambushed. Yeah. You know, but there's just, there's choices that they made in the story that I think are really funny in the movie, but then yeah. long-term, I wonder what they're going to do. And just as a fan of, particular versions of the turtles i don't like it as much yeah um again like having the mutants be there as the big focus at the for- forefront i get the choice it's different um it's not never really been the fore focus before yeah but it, re- it to me removes the part that i love about the turtles which is the the ninja battles yeah i get it ninja battles no more splinter being like hey do backflips in the kitchen of april's apartment yeah you know Coming to a decision. You know. None of that. I fucking... Mm. Ah, come on, man. And you're going to give me all these mutants with no Casey. Yeah. Well, you got to save Casey for the next movie. And like... Come on now. There's no way... If they make Casey the way Casey should be, which is like a cool, yeah, overly violent hockey player, he's not going to be that. into that April. He, he should basically just be what's-his-putts from The Breakfast Club is basically Casey Jones, yeah. personality-wise. But he won't like uh, that April. The April's too nerdy. What's his name? Judd Nelson? Is Judd, that him? Judd, Judd, yeah. Is it Judd Nelson? Yeah. Yeah. The fucking main guy? Yeah, and, well, and that's the other thing is that they made April way too fucking nerdy. Like, I don't know. April's never been like... There's like, too many nerds in this movie, dude. There's too nerd. many nerds. We need some cool people. Yeah, I get it. Like, obviously, they just did like Freaks and Geeks, but with TMNT. But I don't know. Yeah, it'd be cool to have someone that actually had confidence. And April would have been a good, a good character to have. Yeah, it would have been a good character to do that with. I mean, she has confidence as long as she's not in front of a goddamn TV screen, and then she becomes puke girl. Yeah. Even her redemption arc, she still threw up. Which is just funny. It was a funny moment. Yeah, it was a funny bit, but. Not very, not necessarily cool. I think the more I talk about it, I lose my, my ratings goes down. <laughs> I mean, I'd still give it like a three. Uh, I, don't, I, I think three like out of five, five is safe for me. Three out of five is for me is safe. I give it like a 3.5. But this is such, this is like I said before, this is just one of those franchises that is so personal specific in terms yeah. of preference. Because if this was like, you know... It's kind of like Batman too. Like if Batman, I really so many just wish they made Batman. more live-action Team NT movies. Honestly, yeah, I'd be down for that. But don't because do the th- second one where they don't use their weapons and have yeah. Mikey fight with like hot dogs and shit like that. Like I don't. Like I didn't that. mind. I, I prefer that movie. I don't mind it sometimes, but I don't want the rule that these movies are too violent, so we're never going to have them use their ninja weapons ever. Right. I prefer that movie though because there's so many funny bits in it that are like. It is a funnier movie, yeah. It's funny, and like it still has really dark elements that they hide really well. They did highlight that in this movie. They got the Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go in there. They, I, I did, and I, I when, it, when it went off in the car, I was like the only one in the theater who was like... I was like, whoo! 
Go Ninja. He was like stoked for it. <laughs> um, Nobody else was stoked for Ice Cube. No one was stoked for or it. Ice. And I was like, come on, guys. What are we talking about? This is, the, this, this is a good call. Nobody else was stoked for Vanilla Ice to come back? Yeah. I don't know, dude. I, I like the movie. I thought it was a really, really fun movie. It was really well yeah. made. It was really well crafted. Just that it's um, the things that are different are the things that are different. I don't appreciate, but that's also doesn't mean that they're out there bad. Yeah. It's just super. Yeah, this is more I think overall, I like the movie a lot. Um, I like the action in it. I think it was animated really well. Um, I do agree that there are some scratchy indices, but I think overall, I think it fits the style uh, that they're going for a lot. Yeah, um, killer soundtrack too. Love the soundtrack of it. I I thought it was okay. I don't care. Thing I think that the score is killer. Well, that's Trent Reznor. So that's yeah, that's Trent Atticus, and that's amazing. Yeah. I think the soundtrack is cool, but a little too much like Spider Verse. That's funny because I actually thought it was just too much like Transformers. <laughs> well, because to me, like, well, the same the same problem. Like, yeah. There's like nine, like, why are they playing '90s boom bap hip hop in a show where the char- actor, the characters are very clearly Gen Zoomers, Z characters? Yeah. Like that would, why would they do that? Yeah, they like, they, they should have gone with like, I don't know, current hip hop. It's this weird like thing of like we're gonna make it to where it's showing kids who are this age, but the soundtrack and stuff is so From clearly Seth Rogen like teenagers in the 90s yeah. yeah it's so clearly seth rogan's preferences yeah. of this which makes no sense yeah to me or it the director great. i don't know i don't know who the director is but well, I, mean, it's a good sound. It's... I mean i do like those songs but yeah I, yeah I get what you're saying that like in the tone of like what you're going for it doesn't make any sense to but choose. there's such a there's such an annoying trend and it's actually two two spider-man movies of like it's like spider-verse and like spider-man homecoming and stuff and then now this movie Mm-hmm. That's just so much '90s hip hop of like, some of the even the same of the same bands are yeah. in the same mood. Like, the ending song to Spider Man Homecoming or uh, Spider Man um, No Way Home. I can't remember which one it was. It's like De La Soul, and this movie ends with De La Soul too, I believe. So it's kind of like we're using was the it? same. I thought it was a tribe called Quest because I thought it was the. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. no, can I kick it? So the ending is, but then they have De La Soul somewhere else in the movie. I knew they have. Yeah, they have De La so Soul. So just like else. it's like yeah. we're using the same. We're not even using different groups. Yeah, we're using the same two '90s hip hop groups, who are not even other groups. Like we gave like Ice Cube's not from New York. Yeah. So we can't even use any like West Coast stuff yeah. to be the end. Like it's this weird thing where it's kind of like. It's very much so Seth Rogen's personal taste. It doesn't yeah. really make sense to have turtles who are fifteen in two thousand twenty-three. Who are yeah, it doesn't make any sense to have them listen. And Post to Malone's in the movie. Quest. Yeah, like and Post Malone's in the movie. They would listen to him. Yeah. You know, Post Malone gonna, does the theme song for fucking Spider uh, Into the Spider Verse. So. Yeah, if we're gonna put Jackie in the movie and then show Jackie, why can't we put? Yeah. And I don't even know any Post Malone songs except for the one from Spider Verse in like the White Iverson. Yeah, I know a couple of others. His so other it just like doesn't really like it's just weird. So it's not bad. It's yeah. not a bad thing. It doesn't take away from the movie. It's just kind of confusing. Yeah, I would agree with that. So I don't know, man. I uh, I walked out of the theater, and my final thoughts are this: like I said, well made, well crafted. Everything yeah. about the movie is well done. Acting is great. Mm-hmm. Storyline of the movie is good. Yeah, but. To me, I just kind of let kind of a bummer in certain points, primarily with the ninja stuff. Yeah, I think overall, as a standalone movie, I liked it a lot. 
I think when you start thinking about the fact of the sequels that they could do and the implications of like the decisions that they made in this movie going forward, I think it kind of drags it down a little bit for me. But yeah. watching it, I was having a good time. Um, yeah, I completely agree. So, guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you back next week with more. Check the vending machines and the definitive version of Splinter is an actual rat who learns ninjutsu in a cage from the Obviously. master. It's definitely from the Jin Henson movies. It's the best version of Splinter. And if you ever pick been. any other version, you're stupid and wrong. There's never a better version than that one.